0: Welcome to Live Long and Dead. I'm your host, Cosmo. It is 2.40 a.m. on Monday morning, July, oh, I don't know, 19th maybe, 20th, I am in the middle of feeding Mr. Cade. He has been doing pretty good. Um, He, at night, the first round of sleep has been good last night it was 7 hours tonight he slept from oh until 2.30 so that's a good stretch of sleep but what he's been doing after that is essentially napping and instead of getting another 3 to 4 hour block he sleeps for about 40 minutes to an hour and then he's super squirmy and doesn't start crying, uh, but he's squirmy and that wakes me up. I've been trying to put him in the swing as much as possible to get him used to not being on me and he's taking it okay. Uh, but whether he's on me or in the swing, he's squirmy. Um, since he doesn't cry, I'm able to sleep a little bit. So like, I don't know... If he's awake, or just squirmy, or whatever, and then at like the two and a half hour mark, two hour mark, he definitely starts making more noise and being awake and wanting a bottle. And so feed him, get him back to sleep, and again, hour-ish, and he's squirmy, and then at the two, two and a half hour mark. So I haven't been getting great sleep after that initial round. Um, last night when he did that seven hours, I woke up at 1.30 and was thinking, okay, well he's going to wake up any minute now, so why should I go to sleep? So I got get on the iPad and kill a little bit of time and just watching him like Okay, it's 2.30 now. I'm not going to go to sleep because I don't want to go to sleep and then 10 minutes later, I can wake up and want a bottle. 2.45 rolls around. I make the bottle in anticipation. Yeah, he wakes up at 4.45. <laughs> so, I guess the lesson to be learned there is don't assume and, I mean, 15 minutes worth of sleep is better than no sleep, I suppose. Um certainly isn't easier to wake up. He's stopped taking the bottle at 2 ounces left, but it was a 6-ounce bottle, so 4 ounces isn't bad. He's been averaging over 30 ounces a day, which is a lot. Uh, There's some kind of equation with his weight, uh, how much formula he's supposed to have buddy Uh, Cece's been doing well sleeping wise Uh, occasionally sleeping through the whole night her record is like 11 hours Uh, the last couple nights she's woken up once which is perfectly reasonable and so Heidi's been getting some decent sleep and good for Cece Um, their bedtime routine has been pretty good last night was a little bit rougher she did not want to go to sleep, and uh, Heidi and James went to go try and see the comet, but here in uh, Los Angeles, there's too much light pollution, and they couldn't. But so they went on a little late night for James' adventure, um, staying out till 9:30 or so. So Auntie was trying to get Cece to go to sleep, and uh, Cece didn't want to, and then she. A sneaky poop. Auntie wasn't sure. Um, And when Cece finally did fall asleep, yeah, she had pooped. So Heidi had to change her, which woke her up. So Cece was on and off asleep until like 11. And Kate got woken up twice, once by James leaving to go see the comet and once by Cece's crying. Um yeah, the babies are doing pretty good. Um, later on today, they have their four-month checkup. They are going to be uh, four months old chronologically and gestationally two months old, so developmentally and all that. So it'll be interesting to see what they're weighing and what the doctor says. I... They're gonna put us in two separate rooms, which is silly. So, one doctor is gonna be exposed to all four of us, but he's gonna come to one room to see me and one baby, go to the other room to see Heidi and the other baby. You can't keep six foot distance in the little rooms, anyways. So, why not have all four of us in one room? Silly, but we will FaceTime so that I don't have to. Give Heidi a recap of my baby and she doesn't have to give me a recap we can both hear what's going on okay let's finish at least another ounce buddy so after uh, I'm done here right now we'll have a little break and hear from our sponsor and then I'll record uh, part two after the doctor visit to let you guys know how that went um Let's see. Cece has a lip tie and a tongue tie. I had never heard of any of that, and I still don't really understand what it is. But she got a virtual occupational therapy feeding specialist uh, meeting and evaluation, and Heidi, she had her stick Heidi's finger in her Cece's mouth, and she's got lip tie and tongue ties which apparently makes it hard for her to open her mouth all the way so that explains some of her feeding issues and leakiness while sucking on a bottle and not loving pacifiers so she recommends either uh depending on what the pediatrician If the pediatrician doesn't feel comfortable with it, seeing an ear, nose, and throat specialist. You can either do stretching activities to stretch them out or cut them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna stick my finger in there and mouth stuff kind of gives me the heebie jeebies. I don't mind dentists, but like yeah. Mouth ties. Makes me think of like something from Saw. Yeah. Um Let's see. Heidi and I are doing good. Um, after a couple rough weeks there, last Thursday, half hour before Heidi's therapy, I said, hey, we should probably talk. (laughs) And we did. Uh, it was a tense conversation. Um, but, uh, we talked before her therapy, talked after her therapy, and, um, uh, now we're good. The end result is good. <laughs> the uh, the conversation was not a, a fun one. When I talked about my feelings, um, what Heidi took away from my talking was not what I hoped she would. And then when she talked to her therapist and then after therapy... Uh, what I took away from what she said, her therapist said. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure part of it is like the old telephone game. Uh, but what I heard from what she said, her therapist said, I didn't love, uh, sounded like, every man for themself. Uh Heidi's not in charge of my tank being empty. But again, Heidi, uh, when I say my tank was empty, I meant like my emotional tank, Um, not my physical like energy tank, because their therapist is like, you're not in charge of Cosmo's feelings. Uh, You can't, you don't have to help him feel better, Um, but you do need to give him a little bit of space and time to fill up his tank. And I'm like, no, I, I don't need space. Uh, I need love <laughs> and uh, positive touches, and uh, you know, I I told her yeah. The last couple weeks, I have been pissed off. I have not been happy, and um, so yeah. If you had been, you'd say, well, you know, for the last two weeks you've been real cold, and I'm like, yeah, I have, because I've, I was pissed at a couple incidents, and then every time I'd try and tear down my wall, something would make me want to build it again. Um, Kate is finishing up the bottle. Good boy. Um. and so, but the, the bottom line was like you know I would say most of our interactions throughout the course of the day were negative and like we would not talk and then the first thing out of our mouth would be a criticism or something and uh so the, the um the gist of it was uh and I would never call her the B word uh, um I would never call it to her face and I would never refer to her as one, but she refers to herself as a bitch sometimes. So I was like to for lack of a better word, you, you have every right to be a bitch sometimes. Before you be a bitch, just show me you love me. You know, don't have the first word out of your mouth be a negative and uh you know your criticisms of me are perfectly valid and often righteous. And, uh, you know, everybody has the right to be a bitch sometimes, but just, you know, like they say with a performance reviews is it, for, you know, work. Do a positive than a negative. Don't just do negative, negative, negative. Okay, he the bottle, and he's almost asleep. Alexa, living room off. Good boy, let's get a burp. So... um. I think that got through. Um, so we buried the hatchet, and that was last Thursday. Today is Monday morning, and since then, things have been real good. So glad we talked. Um, but yeah, it was a difficult conversation to have. And after her therapy, we were on a walk, and Pretty much the whole walk was pretty contentious because I did not like the tone or the gist of what she was saying her therapist said. And uh, I, I, I want it to be a team effort. And No, you're not. I don't need you to kiss my ass. And that was what Heidi was taking away from it. Like, I need you to kiss my ass and, you know, fill up my ego. No. But uh, like at James's school, I I think it's an apt. They call it bucket filler or bucket dipper. And if you do something nice, you're a bucket filler. and If you do something not nice, you're a bucket dipper. And so my bucket is empty. Fill my bucket a little bit. You don't need to kiss my ass, but and she you uh, know she swears that she shows appreciation when I do something nice, like when I. Woke up one morning and changed Kate at 7 a.m. Heidi was asleep. Cece was in there with her and clearly awake. So I'm like, oh, I'll take both babies for a while and let Heidi sleep alone. And no appreciation for that nice gesture. And, you know, she says, I, I, I've I, let you know that I appreciate all you do. Well, if you do, I'm not hearing it. And I'm like, it's what I want, so... You know, I could understand me not hearing something that I don't want to hear, like you walking by and saying, Hey, can you uh, make sure you take out the trash or something? Okay, my brain didn't want to hear that, so it didn't hear it. But I want to hear a thank you. So if you at all effectively communicate that, I would hear it. So I'm like, Well, you know, if I don't acknowledge you showing appreciation, Say it again. Um, so yeah, we're we're finally better, um, and that's a nice feeling. Um, and Kate is falling asleep like a good boy. Ah, hopefully, I'm not too wired in the last week or two at this time of night I've had trouble getting back to sleep I'm usually awake for an hour or two so we will see uh, let's see anything else um, nope my, my hope of my therapist suggested calling and having conversations with friends instead of just texting to break up the isolation of COVID. You know, I am... We're all isolated because of COVID, but I'm doubly so because we've got the twins. And, uh, she suggested reaching out to friends and trying to, once a week, have a 10-minute phone conversation. And, uh, tried that with one, but, uh, Timing wasn't great, and he had company coming over in, like, five minutes after we started talking. And uh, another one was out of town for work for the whole week. And uh, so haven't been able to take action on that plan. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. James has finished Batman the Animated Series total of how many episodes it is uh, it's 109 episodes of Batman I think it's like 50 something of Superman so he's now finished all the good DC animated universe stuff Batman in the Animated Series Superman and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited it's an impressive feat for a short period of time and uh, all that stuff holds up really well great voice acting I find it bizarre, though. There were four seasons of Batman. At the beginning of season four, they made a decision to change the animation style to more be like Superman the Animated Series because they were in the same universe. They met a couple times in crossover episodes. And so the character... Uh, models changed dramatically and the city changed. The first three seasons it was very noir and uh, they made it more modern to match Metropolis from Superman. And Joker for example went from having red lips and real eyes to just having black spaces for his eyes and no color on his face. Uh, Alfred went from having eyes to just having two little black circles. Uh, Catwoman went from having a, I say, realistic figure, um, uh, uh, you know, in the gray classic animated series Catwoman, to more of a cartoonish figure. Like, Catwoman in the first three seasons, realistic figure-ish, uh, super, like, perfect female figure. Um, but the season four Catwoman, like, the waist is so skinny, nobody actually looks like that. It's a more comic-y, cartoony. Um, and I definitely didn't prefer the, that art style uh Bruce Wayne's face changed, but they also changed a lot of the voice actors, which I found bizarre. Killer Croc was a different voice actor. Uh, They, thank God, kept Mark Hamill as the Joker. Two-Face was the same. Penguin was the same. And Mad Hatter was the same, but I think they changed the Riddler. Um, Catwoman was the same. But, like... um, Batman was still Kevin Conroy, but he changed the way he did Bruce Wayne's voice Uh, for the negative, I think. I really liked his season one through three, Bruce Wayne. It was more uh, lighthearted. He was playing up the playboy billionaire more, and there was less difference between his Bruce Wayne and Batman voice. Uh, So I found that really bizarre. Um... And the episodes weren't as bad as I thought. I had the remembrance that uh, that was when they switched Robins. Dick Grayson went to Nightwing and Tim, whatever, the little like 10-year-old, 12-year-old Robin came in. And I had remembered him as being annoying, which he was, but he wasn't. As in your, he wasn't as heavily featured as I f- remembered he was. Um, and I had for, I didn't realize Nightwing had been in it quite a bit. I thought he made cameos, but there were a couple of those where Nightwing was in it quite a bit. Um, oh, and they changed Batgirl uh, again. Batgirl also had a realistic figure and character model. For the first three seasons. And for season four. Much more cartoony. And uh, they changed her voice actor. Why? Why? Um, so I didn't remember any of that stuff. And as James calls him. Baby Robin. Wasn't as bad as I remembered. I was reading on IMDB. That they did that change. Because Fox. Executive. God, are there worse executives than Fox executives? They kill Firefly. They kill The Adventures of Brisco County Jr. They kill Family Guy in its original run. And so in their wisdom, they say, hey, uh, nobody's going to watch this Batman show. No kids are going to watch the Batman show yeah. if there's not a kid in it. So we want Robin to be a little kid. The show's made it three years and is critically acclaimed, and (laughs) there are kids watching it. What the F are you talking about, you idiots? So they made a mandate that little kid Robin had to be in every episode and have main storylines sometimes, and so reading that going into the season, I was very apprehensive, but they handled it well and he was not as annoying as I remembered uh, so that was nice and uh, sorry it came to an end uh, next up for James we're going to push through uh, 90's animated Spider-Man and I, I was a big fan of that but uh, uh, it is not as good as Batman the Animated Series not even close Animation doesn't hold up as well, and I really like the voice acting. Uh, the voice actor of Peter Parker is fantastic, uh, Spider-Man, and they do a good job on all the bad guys. Just, uh... It's hard to compare anything to Batman the United series. Um... <laughs> and James now wants to rewatch Justice League. <laughs> okay. Uh... There's a lot to talk about in this episode. Um, Heidi, and I agree, has decided that James should not attend the kindergarten in person. Kate just farted. Um, And I agree. And it's a bummer, big bummer, that he's not going to uh, be able to do in-person kindergarten. But with his heart condition the preemie twins and Heidi's parents having pre-existing conditions if James were to bring COVID home it could kill him it could kill grandma and grandpa it could kill the twins mean um, preemies so that's just not worth now keeps having issues going to sleep um, baby boy go to bed So um, Governor Newsom, California governor, made a mandate saying schools all have to be virtual. Uh, So that's because we still don't know what the plan is for Heidi's school. The principal's been on vacation. Um, They were talking about. Group A going in on Mondays, Group 2 going in on Tuesdays, and whatever group's not there, live streaming school, so... um, But I assume they're going to go all virtual now. Um, Which, you know... If Heidi were to teach in class... If one kid in there gets COVID, is the whole <clears throat> class quarantined? He's highly <laughs> quarantined, and now I have hiccups. Do you want to pass everybody? He just keeps turning his head back and forth while he's on me. So, quite a crappy situation all the way around. um... James will not be able to start kindergarten in person. And, I mean, uh, how is this going to work? So James will be doing virtual schooling. I have to work for eSight. The good news is the twins will be older. They'll be six months old at that point. So they shouldn't be as tough to handle. Uh, I imagine... Evenings will be easier, they'll be on a schedule by then, so I won't need my mom to come over nightly like she does so I can have between the two, my mom and Heidi's parents, grandparents over every day from like 11 to three so that I can get site work done. But I have to wrangle James and get him engaged in virtual schooling daily I mean, if he were a 10-year-old, that's one thing, but 5-year-old, it's been difficult to keep him focused on virtual preschool. Um, But that is just a glorified circle time, so I hope kindergarten would be better organized and more engaging. But, yeah, I'm doing that, and... Uh, Heidi's going to have to be teaching from home Uh, I hope the school will offer the opportunity to do it in her classroom because any teacher that has to teach from home and has a kid they're not going to be able to concentrate 100% and like okay so she's going to be in our little office that is adjacent to the living room and she's going to teach for how many hours? Uh, she has three or four classes, so that 's three or four hours and just on the other side of the little sliding doors are me and the twins and james that 's not going to be a conducive environment to teach and give her students all she 's got. so let her go into her classroom it 'll be safe you know there won't it 's not every staff member it 's just the staff members that would choose to do so, and they could be socially distant and then they could be in an environment. First of all, it looks more professional. Like if my kid was going to school and my teacher was in their bedroom or living room, But I think it would be more professional to be at a classroom. And then it's a work environment. So I hope the school will consider that. Um, I heard a weird noise. Um... But otherwise, if she, if the school says, nope, you got to do it from home, well, crap, okay, I guess she'll use my iMac. But then when am I going to work for site And then we're going to, like, not really be able to help each other because, okay, I do site from, oh, jeez, I don't know, 7 to 8 or 7 to 9, and then Heidi does school from 9 to 2, and then I do site from 2 to... Five? That's a long day of us both working and the other one being in charge of kids. So that's a little stressful. Um, And then we were debating... Okay. uh, The school we were going to send James to with our discount is $6,000. It's kindergarten. Is the virtual... Like if you were in person, yeah, that $6,000 is worth it. Because it's smaller class sizes than public school. If you went to a public school, first grade would be like 30 kids. And at Laurel Hall, it would be 15 to 20. So that's worth it. And, uh, But is the virtual education really that much better than what we would get at pri- public? And is it worth that $6,000? But if we did leave to go to public and do it for free until COVID's over, we risk, I don't think it's that big of a risk, but we risk not having a spot for Kinder or whenever back at the private school. Um, And I think, again, the the class size. I think the... um, execution um, it's easier to get 15 or so private school kids organized on Zoom than it would be to do 25 or 30 public school kids Uh, my work with Eastside it's really tough to get (laughs) some people on Zoom and I can't imagine a teacher having to troubleshoot and be tech support for 25 kids Um, so we're going to stick with the plan and stay at the private school Uh, but long term we don't know if that's sustainable (laughs) because three kids now so when the twins get to school age uh, I don't think all three can go to private school Um, but we'll cross that bridge when the time comes all right, well, Mr. Cade is asleep now. I'm going to try and get some sleep and I will take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. Next thing you hear from me will be after their four month old doctor visit. Unlock the phone and push pause. Welcome back to Live Long and Dad. We just got done with the four month old appointment with the doctor and I think it went pretty good. Heidi, what about you? Yeah, I was was very happy with it because they aren't on the preemie chart anymore for being two month preemies. Their weight gain is really good. Kate is at 13 point something pounds and Cece's at 12. and a half, so that's really good, and they're the exact same height, so that's all good. Doctor was very pleased with uh, Cece's neck stability. She said he said she is almost at a four month level for head stability, so that's cool. Cade, not so much, but that's to be expected because they were two months premature. So, more tummy time for Cade. Um, talked about. Uh, solid foods before the next visit which is the six month visit so that's kind of crazy to think about what are you thinking for solid foods Heidi are you going to be making it yourself Um, with all the concerns about junk in lead in the I think it was lead Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean I so I had plans to do it with James, but that never uh, came to fruition. Um, but I have an InstaPot now, and you just throw in. I don't remember what foods you're supposed to start with. Vegetables. I remember Since vegetables. <laughs> James is very anti-vegetable and never really liked, he likes sweet potato baby food, and carrot for a little bit, for a, yeah, hot minute, and he ate pea baby food once. So, I remember I he would eat the uh pear zucchini blend, I think it was, or pear and corn yeah. blend. But um yeah, so we'll just make sure we start with the basic stuff and then we can start mixing when we find out he's they're all good with the different varieties of foods. Doctor wasn't terribly concerned about the ties in Cece's mouth and said he doesn't think an ENT would do anything at Kaiser, but he will uh, get us an OT evaluation at Kaiser to see what they think. Uh, he said, since their weight gain is so good, that doesn't make him worried about her ties in her mouth. Yeah. Um, they both got shots and handled it well. Um, well, as well, you can, for being poked. Yeah. Any other news from it? It was uh CC looks to the right too much and so we need to work on you know, the concern there is flat head um or muscle stiffness so uh they were laying down and looking at each other and then when we flipped them uh she was no she she started to kind of look but then stopped and, so we just got to work on getting her more comfortable looking the other direction otherwise we run the risk of having hurt in a helmet mm-hmm. for 23 hours a day. Yeah. So that's some good motivation to get her to move her head. And that's about it. It was uneventful, which is always good, I guess. Yes. And um Kate ate at the doctor's office and see eat when we get home. And I think <laughs> that's Yeah. So good job, babies! You're four months old. Uh, Heidi has read on the internet that eight weeks is the minimum after due date to start sleep training. So we're gonna start trying that tomorrow. And the doctor said, what was it, four to six months old? Mm -hmm. Uh, So you know, let's tamp down our yeah, let's tamp down our expectations, but hope for the best. And Cade continues to not want to sleep so uh, he needs it CC didn't wake up last night right she got up at 730 so that's nice so that's the latest